0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: I receive so many emails about uh, Energy East Pipeline, you think I own the thing. Uh, email saying, you know, Green, it's, uh, it's all your fault. So when I get to that part of the email, I'm really puzzled because I don't know what's all my fault. And then I read on. It's my fault that it was ever brought up to, to begin with because I'm such an oil supporter. And then the next email will accuse me of being responsible for... The pipeline not being built because I'm so anti oil sands. So, for the record, for the 142nd thousandth time, I'm supportive of the oil sands being used to the betterment of Canada, Canada's economy, and the well being of Canadian people. Oil is a fact of life internationally, globally, even our. Favorite global citizen would have to agree with that. So to have all of the oil at our disposal and not use it and instead buy oil from the Middle East is ridiculous and it harms our economy. It harms the well-being of Canadian people. Some folks are already banging their heads on the wall. Keep doing it. It's going to get more painful as I continue. We should be using what we have at our disposal that's ours. I wasn't going to start the hour with this. We should be, we must be using what's ours to our advantage. No other country would refuse to do the same. That just makes sense. It just makes sense. But what we're doing is we're buying oil from the Middle East. And it's going up the St. Lawrence River, which is an environmentally sensitive area. Except where Denny Kader dumped 4 billion tons of poop. Except there, 3 million people get their water out of this and drinking water out of the St. Lawrence. Um, it is pointless to argue against pipelines. As long as there's going to be oil moved, you're going to move it by rail, right? And so what are you going to do? You're going to move it across the country by rail to what? A tanker. Oh, that makes sense. Go online and have a look at the biggest oil tanker that's made it along the St. Lawrence River. Have a look at that monster. Take a look at it. And you know what's going to happen? If, God forbid, one of those things springs a leak, and there's a massive oil spill on the St. Lawrence River, Denny Coderre, chortling Denny, and his supportive cast of Quebec politicians We'll be banging on the doors of the rest of Canada saying, Nous avons besoin d'assistance. All right, more of that is coming up. Not right now. Here's what I want to do The world's horrified by what happened in Las Vegas. Horrified, horrified. Terrorism has been in the news this week, different angles. ISIS claiming that they're responsible for the um, for the attack, that gruesome, grotesque attack by Stephen Paddock on innocent people in Las Vegas. ISIS claiming a responsibility. And then we have the story over the last 36 hours that in New York there was going to be this huge attack, terror attack, and three individuals are... Um, have been arrested. One is pled guilty. That one is Canadian. So what I want to do is start with that story out of New York. Just stay with me. We'll work through this. I want to start with that story from New York, and we'll begin with Ashley Molnar from Global News breaking it down for us.
1: Information is still coming in, but here's what we do know. According to U.S. prosecutors, a 19-year-old Canadian has pleaded guilty to charges of terrorism. Abdul Rahim Banasawi is from Mississauga, Ontario. RCMP have confirmed his involvement in a statement, saying that the teenager was part of an international plot to commit terrorist attacks in the United States. Authorities say he, along with two others, a 19-year-old U.S. citizen living in Pakistan and a 37-year-old citizen of the Philippines, allegedly plotted attacks that would have targeted New York City in 2016. The U.S. Department of Justice says that the planned attacks included detonating bombs in Times Square and the New York City subway system, as well as shooting civilians at specific concert venues. Authorities say that while in Canada in May of 2016, al-Banasawi purchased an array of bomb-making materials to use in the attacks, including approximately 40 pounds of hydrogen peroxide. The FBI caught the trio using an undercover agent who convinced them they were talking to other ISIS supporters. During those conversations, al-Banasawi said that they wanted to, quote, shoot up concerts because they kill lots of people, adding that, quote, we just need guns in our hands, that's how the Paris guys did it. That referenced the 2015 Paris attacks that killed 130 people. al-Banasawi was arrested in May in New Jersey after traveling back to Canada in preparation for the attacks. He's been in custody ever since. RCMP added in their statement that at no time was the safety or security of the public at risk. Global Affairs Canada added tonight that officials are providing assistance to El Banasawi, but adding, due to the conditions of the Privacy Act, no further information will be released. El Banasawi is scheduled to be sentenced on December 12th of this year. Ashley Molnar, Global News, Toronto.
0: All right, so El Banasawi, who's 19 years old, had all these plans to destroy and maim and kill. So all they needed was the the guns and the... the, uh, explosives, and they can get at get the business of killing. So I had this thought. I'm going to check it out. Um, if he were a dual citizen and were convicted of what he's been charged with, while Stephen Harper was Prime Minister of Canada, al-Banasawi would have been stripped of his Canadian citizenship at Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Trudeau feels very strongly that a convicted terrorist who's a dual-citizen Canadian must not lose his or her Canadian citizenship. That would be awful. And I'll play back for you in a little bit what Mr. Trudeau said to make that point. It would be terrible if a convicted terrorist were to lose his or her Canadian citizenship if they were dual citizens. It would be just terrible to take away their citizenship. Now, ISIS... IS, I think it was 24 hours after the uh, Las Vegas massacre, ISIS claimed responsibility, and they claimed that Stephen Paddock was one of their soldiers carrying out an ISIS-inspired attack. I spoke with Graham Wood about that. He's an Atlantic Magazine contributor. He's also the author of The Way of the Strangers, Encounters with the Islamic State. The book has just been shortlisted for the Governor General's Literary Award for Nonfiction, Graham Wood is Canadian. He knows the ISIS story about as well as anybody. And when we come back, I'll play what Mr. Wood, play back for you what Mr. Wood said to me about ISIS claiming the Las Vegas horror was of their doing. Stay with us.